Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up? Boom. We live. <laughs> we live. We live, baby. <laughs> Yes. Well, let's get this show started. I what's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio Podcast, where it's all about the artists and talents around the world. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Queen Star, and I'm honored to have a very special guest in the building tonight that we're interviewing. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us where you're from, your age. And what you do. Look at you being so sweet. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Ola. I'm originally from Plainfield, New Jersey. Uh, currently living in Atlanta, Georgia, pursuing music. I'm an R&B singer. Um, and I'm 24 years of age. Wow. Yeah. 24. 24. Okay. So Ola, I want to usually start the show off with an icebreaker. So I'm going to ask you a question, okay? All right. Talk to me. What's the weirdest food you've ever eaten? <laughs> um, so I've been to China before. I went to wow. China. Yeah, I've been to China. I went for a study abroad program. I went to Clark Atlanta University. Um, mm-hmm. So while I was out there, I was really indulging in the culture. I was really taking everything in. I had some duck out there. I think I had some alligator too. Um, but yeah, duck and alligator is probably the, the furthest thing I'll, I'll be eating. Duck and alligator. Now that's interesting. And the duck is so good too. Like the way they prepare it. So like the skin, they peel the skin and they make the skin like this dessert. Um, mm. Yeah, you dip it in some sauce and then they put sugar on it and they fry it a little bit. And yeah, it was it was a very interesting uh, acquired taste, but it was good though. That does sound good, actually. Yeah. What about the alligator? <laughs> Everybody say it tastes like chicken. I think it tastes like chicken a little bit too. It was. It was <laughs> <cool>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, let's get straight into it. All right. So your latest album, Pressure. Mm-hmm. Now, I sat down and I listened to all fourteen tracks. Thank you. So and I. You're welcome. And look, I was amazed by your storytelling. So tell me how difficult it was to leave home at the tender age of 16 to go pursue your music career. Uh, we don't have enough time on the podcast really to get into everything. Uh, but it was, <laughs> it, was it was okay. I'll, I'll tell you the story briefly, though. Um, so okay. I started getting really into music. YouTube. I was posting YouTube videos back when YouTube first first got started, and they were catching. They were starting to get a lot of recognition in the Northeast area, New York, Jersey, Philly, um, you know, DMV area. So it started to spread down south, 
And so there was a guy at the time in Atlanta, Georgia, that was starting a new record company, and he wanted to fly me out to work because he had caught one of some of the videos. He was, wow. uh, yeah, he was a writer for Tyler Perry's House of Pain at the time, but he hmm. had his own little venture that he was he was starting. So, being as though I was already working and doing stuff on my own, he felt like it would be a good way to to merge and to start something up. So I would fly back and forth from Jersey to Atlanta to work every weekend for about six months when I was in the tenth grade. And so. Right when I turned 16, it was like, I had been doing it for about a year, six months to a year, and it was like, okay, this is starting to get costly, flying back and forth from Atlanta to Jersey. I think I should just go ahead and make the move down to Atlanta to be close to proximity where I can actually do something with this music. And so, spoke with my mama, and she allowed me to, to do it because she knew she couldn't hold me back from doing it and I had the I felt as though I had the the obligation to go and try to make it to support my family support my brother um and also because I just love making music and I love the entertainment world so yeah that's that's my story in a nut very very brief nutshell wow that's incredible yeah. it was it really is for sure it was difficult a lot of things that I, I wasn't even able to really get into on the project, but I got the essence of what it was I went through. Okay. So now you mentioned your mother. Now the conversations you had with both your mom and your auntie, they were very emotional to me, especially on the outro track of 14, where you discuss trust slash falls. Explain what your therapy session you had with your aunt on it exactly about trust and falls how did it help you throughout your journey as an independent artist um so i want to shout out to wani she played the, the therapist on on the project she, <laughs> i thought that was your auntie no, no it was it was kind of a play so what what actually happened was i actually had a therapy session with uh, a real therapist and she I told her what I was trying to do in preparation for the album before it released and she basically gave me a lot of information that I would need to have a, a play therapist on the project because I wanted it to be serious I wanted to open a conversation up for therapy especially for artists mm -hmm. um, but I didn't want it to be too serious to the point where people would it were would be a, a complete sob story but mm -hmm. you know she brought some comic relief to the, the project um, but she still was very equipped with the information and the terminology that an actual therapist would use um, in, a, in a session so in my session we got a chance to break down some of the things that I was dealing with since moving from um, New Jersey to Atlanta and how some of the, the shortcomings that I've had has bled into relationships and into how I operate now as an individual. Um, and some of those things were like, I just don't trust people. I, I have a hard time. Um, I spend a lot of time evaluating people's intentions, people's auras to see if it meshes with mine. And mm -hmm. a lot of times when I do that, um, I wasn't realizing that I was 
also giving off a vibe that was very standoffish. And so, mm. in relationships, that was causing a problem. In business relationships, that was causing a problem. Um, just in regular communication with individuals, it was becoming a problem where I was isolating myself away from people. So I said, you know what? I have to get a hold of this and I have to allow myself to open up to people because that the lonely, isolated life isn't the life I want to live. You know, and I'm talking about being this artist that's going to travel the world, that's going to touch people. How can I do so effectively with these problems? So something yeah. that I definitely wanted to speak about on the album, we got a chance to really get into it and in a therapy session. I'm so grateful for that. So now I, I think it's just a matter of going out there um, and not being so cautious, but, you know, still keeping an eye. You got to throw yourself in the fire and, and really see allow yourself to experience people in order to see if they're good or not. I agree with you. Um, lots of times that, you know, people get it confused. Like if you aim too high, you're too cocky, but if you aim too low, you're too low to the ground where you can crash and burn. So the high moments are a uh, priority. I think you should always aim high no matter what, you know? For sure. So you, you go ahead. I think people are just scared to like because they've been let down so many times i know i can attest mm-hmm. to that i'm sure like we've all gone out and tried to do something and it just hasn't worked to how we thought it was going to work and i think a lot of times that just puts people in a space where it's like you know what i don't want to try no more <laughs> like i don't <laughs> feel like i don't feel like having to get to know somebody new or explaining myself explaining how my emotional setup is set up um but that that don't we have we always have a choice if that's the life we want to live like we can go ahead and live that life be isolated be away from people but we live in a world with millions and millions of people so you're gonna run into them you're gonna have to deal with these things so i'm just choosing to be more open and expressive of all of it speaking of being more open and expressive like the album pressure now, after listening to it, I can tell you my redemption of it, like why why I thought you named the album Pressure, but I want to hear it from your lips. Before I get, I want to hear it from you. What you, what you okay, think? cool. Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to give you the real. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you named the album Pressure because now, if that was your real mother on the skit yeah. with you, and I, I believe it was, I really do. <clears throat> I think the pressure came from being an adolescent and not really because we all went through it when we were adolescents we didn't want to go to school we didn't want to participate because we didn't feel like our passion was there so with that being said you had an opportunity to work with an individual that was on the same path as you to elevate your music articulately you know and the pressure came from your mom school and even yourself, the self-doubt in you, like, should I stay and finish school or should I just go and travel and travel back and forth between Jersey and Atlanta and do this thing? I think that's why you named the pressure because your mom even said it was the pressure on you. Yeah. So that the crazy thing about this whole thing is I originally wanted to name it something else. Um, but all Can you speak up? Oh, yeah. Is a little low, but speak up a little bit more. 
good now? We live? <laughs> yeah, we live. We live. Right, that's better. That's better. Okay, so yeah, for me, I originally wanted to name the project something else. But um, everything that I was experiencing in my life in creating the music that we are, that we hear on the project now, it was like I was getting hit with situation, problem after problem, uh, not having people around me that I could trust even more. So it was like I just felt pressure. So I woke up one day and I made a, a vision board. Mm. On, the, on the vision board, I had a poem that I wrote about pressure and how pressure makes diamonds ultimately. So I was like, yo, that would, I should probably name the project Pressure. So this is before I had the idea to have a therapist. This is before I had the idea to all of that stuff. So then after the music was completed, what ended up happening was I said, you know, let me my mom and record it and just see what she says and she I don't want to give away too much but at the end of the project you hear her say um you know I just feel like hola yes ma'am you hear me yeah you kind of went out for a second but I'm listening okay you talked about the end of the project yeah so at the end of the project my mother she she had mentioned pressure and when she had mentioned pressure and the type of pressure that I was having on myself back then and even now, it was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be the name of the project for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you were absolutely right. Like the pressure of having to support a family. Like I was 16 years old at the time. I had a little brother that was 14 years old and then my mother. You know, there's no man in the house. It was, so I assumed the role of the man of the house whether mm-hmm. it was spoken to me or not like that was just how I went about it because I was the eldest male in the house so I had to protect I had to provide so I felt so I assumed that pressure and I really didn't have to because I was a kid but that was just the reality of the situation at the time so yeah wow yeah it was a, it was a lot for sure that is a lot of pressure at 16 to be the man of the house because there is no other man beyond you to pr- protect, as you say, and provide for your family. Right. Or, or even just show the way. You know, a lot of the things that I had to go through, it was trial and error because there wasn't an immediate man that was like, all right, no, nah, youngin, you need to do it this way. You need to... Um, learn about girls this way uh not get into this type of trouble i had to get into all of the trouble to say okay no nah, this is not what i'm gonna do this is how i'm gonna go about things instead and so yeah wow um and i have to ask you like what's one of your favorite songs that you've written on the album and why I love I love the, the album, man. But I would say, "What's up?" What's yes, up? <laughs> yes, yes, honey. I love what's up. Yes. Uh, yeah, I love what's up. <laughs> I I really love what's up. Um, Me too. I love the vibe it gives off. Yeah, and the when I made it with my brother Dos Diaz, um, who helped me co-produce on that. Um, it was just a vibe. We knew we made something special that night. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we made the beat and, and the song that night. And we just knew. Um, 
but the reason why I love it is because it's it was it's talking about a relationship that I was in where I was transitioning from Atlanta or from New Jersey to Atlanta. I was in a long distance relationship. And so there was things that she was doing at the time that um, it was adding to the trust issues, you know, and then I was also not being the best boyfriend to her at the time. And so I knew what I was capable of doing and it was also making me trust less. And so, mm-hmm. you know, on this song, I kind of just talked about how I felt with her experiencing her. Like, you want honesty, honestly, and loyalty is jaded. Like, how, how can you want that when, when your loyalty is jaded? You know, so I really get into it. I'm really in love with that song because it's just the most vulnerable. It's really authentic. It's coming from a real place. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, well, <laughs> one of my favorite songs was track eight. It was, it's called Up and Down. <laughs> mm-hmm, y'all. <laughs> you know the vibe? <laughs> I already know because it was like a very sexy song. Like the sound, it just... It just made me all good inside, you know, thinking about yeah. everything, you know, especially the lyrics. I want to see you up and down, <laughs> down all night to the sun's up. Okay. Come okay. On. Come on. We had to go there too. <laughs> we had that, to go that, there too. I'm telling you, like, that song right there is <laughs> especially uh, for the ladies. So, if you don't mind, Ola, I would love to play a snippet of Up and Down right now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get it. it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ola off the press off the album Pressure, and it's called Up and Down. Let's get it. One second. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting it together. Little technical difficulties, and that's okay. And here we go. Here it is. Ola, off the pressure album, up and down. Tonight is the night we gon' make up. I won't let you get in the way of seeking the person I'm trying to be for you. I be acting like I don't need nobody, but I'm frontin', girl. I need somebody. Need you right by me. Thank you. 
Like girl, I'm nameless for you. I need you to take it, so I'm not gonna tame it. Until girl, we see it through. Oh, never be waiting, spacing it. Fuck with a lock on it. Not 12, but I got the drip drop on it. Hi, y'all. Y'all already know what it is. That song is sexy. Gee. Thank you. you. Yes, sir. (laughs) I said, hold on. It's getting me in a vibe. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you wrote it. Oh my God! I swear that song right there. I'm I had it on repeat all last night. Okay, and I had it on repeat morning. <laughs> as long as y'all being safe and uh, listening responsibly, y'all look. Go ahead, y'all enjoy that music. Got to, got to, definitely. <laughs> um, speaking of this song that I love, 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 love so much, I, I want to ask you, what motivates you? to write a really good song like like what influences you to just get in the mood to sit down and just write uh i really don't enjoy writing like of course like i don't at all um everything off of pressure i kind of just recorded and figured it out because i <clears throat> I don't know what it was about this last year that I, it just turned me off about writing. I usually did write before um, previous projects, but this one I was just like, you know what? Let's let's tap into how I genuinely feel. Let's mm-hmm. get how I feel on record, point blank period. And um, that was exactly what we did. So even with up and down, it was just like that's how I was feeling that day, that moment when. I made the beat to up and down. So after I finished producing that, I was like, yeah, let's let's load it up and let's see what comes out. And I was feeling real sexy that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I was feeling yeah. real good and vibed up that night. And that's how all of the songs and pressure came about. Hola. Just yeah, you can hear me or I broke up? I can hear you. You broke up for a second. Okay. Yeah, so all of the songs on pressure, that's, that's how they were created. We just pinpoint a vibe that we felt that night and we ran with it so you pinpointed a vibe and you ran with it that night on off this album pressure so i want to talk about another one of my favorite songs i'm gonna keep on talking but um i really enjoyed foreign and i gotta know i gotta know what the inspiration behind foreign was and i I kind of think I know, but I, I don't want to say because I don't want to be wrong because I'm not too sure. But foreign was absolutely the ish. It was the shit for real. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to my sister that's featured on the track, Ray Louise. Um, she's a Detroit native, also living in Atlanta. She Her music is phenomenal as well. Um, so. Shout out was, to Detroit. Shout out to Detroit. You know what I mean? Shout out. <laughs> I love Detroit folks for real. For real, yeah, for real. So, um, I that was another one I produced. So mm. I finished my verse, and I was like, "Yo, I need, I need her to come through. I need my shorty to come through." So I sent it immediately to to Ray Louise, 
and um, she knocked it out, you know. But I think the inspiration behind that was not really being in the in the time period when I made that song. I felt as though I wasn't being appreciated by a lot of different people in the, the business realm um, and in other relationships that I've had and partook in. And it was just like, I was getting to a point where my self-worth, I was becoming more aware of it. And I was talking my shit. <laughs> I was talking my shit. I was, I was like, yo, like, don't you know I'm foreign? Like, Yes. Everybody, everybody puts uh, foreign individuals at on this pedestal, especially in American culture. So it's like, yeah, like I'm foreign. I know we hear women say that all the time, or uh, guys say that about women. But yeah, I'm foreign too. <laughs> at girl, no, explain I'm that. Yeah, thank you. I was just about to say that you got to explain foreignness. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So my my uh my family is from Nigeria. My my name is Olawole. Olawole, okay. Olawole. Olawole. Yeah, so I just go by Ola for short. But yeah, very deep Nigerian roots. Both of my parents are from Nigeria. So. Wow. Yeah, I know the vibes. Yes, I do. When did you come to America? I mean, were you born here? I'm sorry. No, I was I was born in New Jersey. My I'm first generation here. Okay, great. Yeah, great. First generation. That but is that so was, dope to me. That was another thing that kind of inspired the project too. Um, just the pressure of having to be comfortable in who I am as a person. Like since I was born in New Jersey, uh, but raised in a Nigerian household. It's like, I'm very, very New Jersey, but I understand African culture, Nigerian culture very well. But I know when people see me or meet me or hear me speak, they like, oh, you're not, you're not African. We know your, we know your name is Ola. Okay. But we thought it was Spanish. We didn't even know. So it's like, (laughs) right. So I'm always having this back and forth with people about something, especially when I tell them my name. Um, I have to explain to them, oh, yeah, no, the name actually is Nigerian, and it means my blessing has come home. Um, Yeah, so, you know, it was a lot of pressure, but I'm so cool and confident and comfortable in who I am and how I've matured into this individual that you hear speaking on this phone today, so. That's right. I definitely agree. You got a cool, laid-back type of vibe and I'm just the opposite (laughs) (laughs) nah but I turn up though like I'm cool but we get we get down we have some fun you know what I'm saying I'm the wild one in in my crew so we definitely have a lot of fun but you know when I speak you know I know how to tone it down and just be chill that's dope so I ain't trying to uh, ruffle no feathers or be screaming all on the radio so we gonna be chill right now sure for sure (laughs) now Ola can you tell everybody that's listening tonight where they can listen to your album Pressure and where they can follow you at on social media yes so Pressure is available everywhere it's on Tidal it's on Apple Music it's on Spotify SoundCloud Google Play all you have to do is search Ola O-L-A all caps um, and then pressure, and then it should pop right up. 
Um, and all of my social media is the same. It's at yeah, it's Ola. Y e a h i t s o l a. That's on. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to connect, we can connect. For sure. For sure. Now, Ola, I like to, you know, kind of end the music segment with some fun questions. You ready? Okay, let's let's run it. I top three R and B albums. Go. Top three of all time or of this year? Oh, that's a good question. Now you asking right. me. Uh, <laughs> shoot, uh, all time, all time. Let's go with all that. Time. Uh, uh, <clears throat> just off my head right now, Usher eighty seven oh one. What's that again? Usher eighty seven oh one. For sure. Um, Chris Brown. Uh, damn, I love all the Chris Brown's albums. But just off head, Chris Brown exclusive. Um, uh, and then I want to say Michael Jackson Invincible, and then I'm gonna put Summer Walker, um, over it as the number four. Yeah, I know you asked for three, but yeah, Summer Walker's new album is fire too. Summer Walker, that's an honorable mention right there. Honorable mention album and Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez, Chick State, honorable mention. Yeah, boom. <laughs> yes, you definitely got some of them vibes in you for sure. Okay, so favorite song growing up? Oh, wow. One of the first songs that I learned how to sing and I think was a moment where I fell in love with music. It's a song off of NSYNC's No Strings Attached album. It's the very last song. It's, I forget what it's called. Um, it's the very last it's like an acapella duet I forget what it's called but it's the very last song on NSYNC's No Strings Attached album that was the album with Bye 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 on it was it called um, what's it called I Thought She Knew yes yes (laughs) come on you know something yeah Was, I, and I was a youngin when I when it first came out, but it did something to me when I heard those parts, when I heard what they was talking about and how they made the whole song just flow together. I fell in love with music at that time. I think over that song. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a good song. I do agree with you. Um. So I gotta ask, what are your short term goals and? What can we expect from Ola in 2020? Oh, okay. Uh, short-term goals. I, I've i been working on starting a experience here in Atlanta for Pressure, the album. It's like an interactive event. Um, and it's something that I definitely want to bring on tour and branch out to different cities. Um, so we're going to start here in Atlanta 2020. That's definitely a short-term goal that I'm working on putting together. Um, and long-term and for the rest of 2020, I really want to go on a tour. I really want to open up for somebody and start to get this music spread to the rest of the world because I feel like I have something to say. I know that I actually have something to say. I know that it's going to be a different take, but it's, it's modern, but it 
has a feel or a hint of that soul that we used to love in, in music coming up. The, the Usher albums, the old Michael Jackson albums, the um, Aretha Franklin's that like, since that those are the, the vibes that I came up on, it's in me. So I feel like I'm bringing that back to music, to R&B, especially with this resurgence of R&B with Daniel Caesar, her, all of these awesome artists, Tone Stiff, he's phenomenal as well. And so I, I just want to bring my own contribution 2020 and start to get this thing rolling. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Ola, it was very, it was a pleasure speaking to you tonight. And uh, I appreciate you because hit you up right, right away and you was on it, on it, on it. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I like to get down. So I appreciate you for having me on your show and taking this time to to interview me and talk about pressure for sure. Oh, you're welcome, Ola. I like I said, it was it, we had good conversation, and I really enjoyed listening to your music. I love listening to new music all day, every day. So when I come across something hot, I gotta make it fire. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know, and I appreciate you again. Love. And thank y'all for listening. Everybody that's listening, make sure y'all go check out that pressure right now. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Music, Spotify. At yeah, it's Ola right now. That's right, y'all. Follow Ola, guys. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're going to end this session right here. And don't forget to follow me on both IG and YouTube called Stars Views. That's S T A R R. V-I-E-W-Z Stars Views and that's where this episode will be up this episode will also be up in Spotify this episode will also be up on iTunes and Anchor so and a lot of more uh, um, podcasts too so anyway thank you again for coming on the show and we check everybody out later peace <laughs>